0: It is another edition of Phillies today. I'm your host James Seltzer. It is Wednesday, August the twenty sixth. As we come off a of Phillies victory, ladies and gentlemen, a uh, a fun one at that, a, a relatively easy one at that. That has not been something to take for granted this season it seems like they either lose really hard or uh you know squeak them out uh you know or or make it at least uncomfortable along the way the Phillies do not last night they handle the washington Nationals an eight to three victory over the nats an important win as they move to 11 and 14 on the season now Ahead of the Nationals at 11 and 16, so two games better in the loss column than the Nats, and uh, just big for this Phillies team to potentially, hopefully, get on some sort of a roll. Right? I mean, you know, they they win the last one in Atlanta. They really should have won two out of the two out of three there. They should have won Game Two there. They hang on. They have to play at the plate to end it. Um, and you hope that a little momentum carries into the game in Washington, especially after a night off, a day off. And it looked like, uh, you know, a nice night from the Philadelphia Phillies, especially a rain delay in the middle area. It was cruising, uh, after a rough start. Um, but, um, the Phillies get done. We'll dive into the whole game, obviously, but, um, nice to see the Phillies bounce back in a little bit, you know, obviously did win on Sunday, but, uh, you know, Still felt like they really needed to, quote-unquote, bounce back. And uh, a nice win last night. Now, what we need to see them do is carry it overnight tonight. Can we get a streak going a little bit? Can we get a, some wins strung together in a row? Wouldn't that be something? All right, let's dive into last night, and then we'll get to uh, some other stuff in Philly's newsland, as it were. Um, but the Phillies uh, start off a little rough. As uh, Jake Arrieta, who actually ended up pitching... Really solidly gives up home run to Trey Turner uh, in the first about of the game for the Nationals. one nothing early, but then the Phillies get it going in the third inning against Petraric Feddy uh, as uh, Andrew McCutcheon singles home run. McCutcheon continues to look great. Uh, you know, only one for four, but scores a couple runs on base, had a couple RBI, stole a base. Uh, two bases, excuse me, McCutcheon stole. Um, he's just looked really good. He's finally looking healthy. We talked about this the other day, but um, he has looked really, really good. Um, just starting to finally feel like he's getting that timing back, the body back to where it needs to be. And uh, it's exciting. It's huge. You know, McCutcheon at the top of the lineup really was an engine for this team last season when um it was going well early on and again I said at the time I didn't think they could recover from the injury when it when it happened and it really felt like they never did you know never felt again for the rest of the season that they were that same type of team offensively um and that was a huge loss and if McCutcheon can get back to being McCutcheon which it looks like he's on the path to doing I think that portends really good things for this offense which you know, again, Romito Harper, those kind of guys have been been really caring. Uh speaking of Romito, the Phillies would end up uh taking a four to one lead this inning as McCutcheon and Hoskins would come around to score on a JT Romito Homer that was uh, a unique one. As uh the Phillies at this point in the game's tied one one, two runners on. Romuto uh hits a ball to the opposite field, and it looked if you didn't watch the ball and just watch Romito for five seconds you would think it was a a standard fly out to right field as he you know kind of held on his bat for a minute looked really frustrated with himself and the ball just kept carrying and carrying and Adam Eaton kept running back and back and ultimately the ball Eaton jumps at the fence uh, the ball bounces off the top of the fence bounces like straight up almost almost like in the air majestic for a moment and then starts to arc just a little bit the way to go over the fence it was a wild home run and a big one in this game a real momentum shifter the phillies take a four to one lead there and Jake garrietta would cruise at that point um going five innings allowing three hits one run that one run from the first inning one walk one case and not a lot of k's but you know looked like he was comfortable out there you know not amazing or anything but you look comfortable and the thing only 54 pitches to get through five innings you think wow that would have been nice to save uh, the pen a little bit as the Phillies have only two more off days the rest of the season think about that it is August 26th we have the whole month of September left two more off days so it's going to be a grind. It's going to be a grind. Any time you can save him. but unfortunately, this was out of Arietta's hands, out of Girardi's hands, as the uh, the rain came in a, about an hour and fifteen minute delay or so. Girardi, I think wisely decided not to put Arietta back out there. I don't think they mess around too much, or should mess around too much with the any sort of rain delay, especially an hour or more. Um, it's tough, and maybe a young pitcher whose arm's a little more flexible we'll say or whatever um a little more uh, durable probably a better word um but even then i you know i wouldn't mess around with it i had no problem with him pulling Arietta there and uh they do go to Heath embry who does give up a run sadly is only able to get through two-thirds of anything but how about tommy hunter yeah, embry of course uh you know we thought was the bln doll in his first outing less than a second tommy hunter another really solid outing tommy Hunter. Back-to-back, solid outings comes in. An inning in the third, uh, one hit, uh, no runs, 1K. Um, as at this point, the Phillies are up 4-2. They Then they start to pile on a bit. McCutcheon, RBI, ground out in the sixth. Excuse me, the seventh makes it 5-2. to two. And then Alec Boehm, uh, RBI single in the eighth. Um, and, uh, it got a little scary in the bottom of the eighth. Hector Neris came in and, and it's a bummer cause it just looks like Hector Neris might be cooked. Um, for now, look, not career wise, excuse me. Uh, but for now, like, I don't know if you could trust him. If you're Joe Girardi, he just continues to, uh, have bad outing after bad outing. It might be something where, you know, he needs, uh, A phantom IL trip, or uh, he needs to be sent to the I value, which I don't think they would do. Um, But he's been he's been rough. Uh, Hector Nares looks out of shape. He hasn't been great. Uh, Not cooked career wise. I still believe there's something there, and he's been an up and down guy. We've seen him be good, then bad, then good, then bad. Maybe he's just following his natural pattern. uh, But for right now, I certainly don't feel comfortable with Hector Neris coming into a game, and I, I don't know if Joe Girardi will anymore. As uh, Look, Girardi was quick to, to pull the hook. Adam Morgan comes in with runners on first and third. One Soto up, a 5-2 game at that point. And uh, massive out. Uh 6-2 game, excuse me. Massive out. Uh, gets one Soto to ground out. Huge out by Adam Morgan there. That was awesome to see uh, kind of saving the day there with of course Juan Soto up the plate and uh but but Girardi wasn't messing around got Neris out of there with a four-run lead I appreciated that Neris looked like he didn't have it he hasn't really looked like he's had it at any point this season it's just it's too bad and look one of the two hits Neris gave up was a uh kind of a a blooper but just in general you know he just hasn't been able to have the same type of control the splitter hasn't been as devastating or close to devastating it's just uh it's too bad, but it feels like Naris is, uh, is in a funk right now, and you can't really trust him. Ultimately, the Phillies get out of the inning with the Adam Morgan. Uh, big out on Soto, and then the Phillies' offense comes through, adding a few more in the ninth as uh, Gene Segura, my man, a RBI single to right. It was actually big. Um, they score basically these two runs here, uh, Arbor McCutcheon scoring. Basically, a wild pitch helped score the second run because it was runners on first and second and a wild pitch, and they transfer over to second and third, and they both score on the single. I don't know if they do if uh, if it's first and second. So uh, that was awesome. Eight to two. It was a nice lead. The Phillies give up one in the ninth on an error. Reese Hoskins, not great, pal. Not great. It uh, went right through Hoskins' leg. Uh, Blake Parker gets the out. Uh, I think Blake Parker, for the most part, has been pretty good. His ERA is... Still zero as it was an under-run against him. Adam Morgan's ERA is down to 386. You like to see that. Tommy Hunter, how about this? His ERA is down to 435. I'll bet you would have thought it was way higher than that. Um, So that's good to see. And, look, offensively, uh, getting the job done. Eight runs will play. You know, they will do it again. McCutcheon, two RBIs, two runs scored. That's nice to see. Hoskins wasn't great, but gets on base a couple times, scores a run. Harper uh, two walks and a hit. You know, again a 500 on base percentage for the game, 460 for the season. There, uh, Romuto that big home run. Didi uh, a hit and a run scored. Segura three for five with two RBI, seeing the ball, hitting the ball well. You know, an RBI hit for Boehm. Roman Quinn two for four at a stolen base. He should just run every time. At two stolen bases, he should just be running all the time. Um, and Kingery won for the run. So everyone contributed uh, basically um, every starter got a hit. Um, that's good to see, you know, 12 hits in total an offense that's uh, humming a little bit and it's not all on home runs, you know, kind of scoring some runs the old fashioned way. That's something that I've, I've really liked from Girardi. It feels like they've been way more inclined to run this year than they have the last few years. I mean, they are really stealing bases. I mean, Harper's got four or five, quinn has got 5 mccutcheon McCudden's got a couple. I mean, they've been running. Um, I like that. That's good to see. It. It's aggressive baseball, and it's the kind of thing where um, I think you can gain a, an advantage with that type of stuff, especially in a sport where stolen bases has become a lost art almost <laughs> as a type of thing. So maybe you catch teams more off guard now. You know, things always swing back and forth, and maybe – it's time to swing back to the stolen base a bit and you can uh, gain a, a market and efficiency, a small advantage by being a club that tries to run more. And look, especially at Roman Quinn. I mean, if he's on first base with no one else on, on any other base, you know, if he's the only runner on, he's on first base, just go every time, every time. I mean, he's so fast, so fast. And he has a, it seems a pretty good feel of getting a jump. I mean, the, the ones last night were were really impressive. You know, he he had a good jump. He he beat the throws easily. i I'm really impressed with Quinn. He's uh from a base running perspective, excuse me. Um yeah, you know, not totally total. He's been fine. Um but from a base running perspective, I think he should run every time. He's uh he's just one of those guys just steal bases and I do again like that the team in general is is, uh, is utilizing, it seems at least, uh, a more aggressive philosophy on the base paths all around, and particularly in stolen bases. And, again, last night, nice to see them hit. Nice to see them put up some runs. Um, Arietta again, I thought looked really good, even though uh, unable to uh, finish it out uh, or go as long as he could over the only 54 pitches in the fifth, uh, through five, I should say. But, um, hey, you know, rain is what it is ultimately it was a really 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 nice win for this Philly team t- uh, when they needed a win against a, di- a division opponent and uh an important one you know they need to get on a roll they we've talked about this a lot but it you know we're almost halfway through the season um and you know every game does matter that's why you know they need intensity they need um, a sense of urgency on every level, from Girardi down to the players, and it felt like last night there was some of that Girardi pulling there as quickly, um, and just in general, the uh, you know the vibe felt like all right, we need to win some games here. Harper, I think that's the thing that I liked about the Harper quote. Well, uh, the quote we talked about yesterday about Bryce saying that they need to win nine or nine out of ten or something like that to get back in it, and and me saying basically they don't really need to when you look at the standings. Um, just because there are so many teams that make the playoffs and um, there are some bad teams in the national league. So uh, they're, they're much closer to the playoffs than, than that. But at the same time, I like the idea that Bryce is thinking that way, that he's thinking with that level of urgency, that level of, um, all right, we can't mess around. You know, this is, this is good time. We have to win games. And uh, I like that. And I, I hope that permeates through the club. And, um, it was a good win last night. It was a good win, and hopefully they can build on it tonight. the The nerve wracking part is uh, while we do have uh, you know good pitcher ourselves, um, it's a it's a tough couple nights here for the pitching matchups as you always hope to avoid Max Scherzer and Patrick Corbin when you face the uh, the Nationals. And usually Strasburg, but he's hurt. Uh, this time we don't. It's uh, Nola versus Corbin tonight, and then Howard versus Scherzer tomorrow. So not great from that perspective. You would have hoped to, <laughs> to miss those guys, um. But we'll get to that. We'll come back to, to tonight's game and look ahead to it. But ultimately, um, I think that makes last night so much more important with Scherzer and Corbin coming up. Even Manola against Corbin, which is a, a you know fair matchup. Um, you know both great pitchers. Um, I think you're 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 extra happy you took that first game when Eric Fetty was on the hill. You know what I'm saying? Um, all right. Um couple other things to talk about before we get out of here, and we'll look it again to tonight's game. Uh, bullpen. Uh, Vinny. Uh, the Phillies have, have finally made the decision publicly, what well, we all knew, but that Spencer Auer will remain in the rotation, and, and Vince Velasquez will become the long man in the pen. And let's be real. I mean, the Phillies have a bunch of double coming up the rest of the season. Uh, so... Um, you know, we're going to see Vinny starting games, uh, maybe, you know, being a long man, sorry, where he goes three or four, like an opener, or a long opener or something like that. But, uh, this is good. Uh, I'm, I'm very happy about this. Spencer Howard should be the starter. And, you know, again, uh, we have said forever and ever and ever and ever just put Vinny in the bullpen enough with the starter thing, put Vinny in the bullpen enough with this starter thing over and over and over and over and over again for what feels like ages, what feels like so many years of my life and in in reality it's not as many years of my life as it feels like but it has been a long time we've been on the Vince Velasquez merry-go-round for quite some time and and I'm, I'm happy to see him again just put in the bullpen and look again it's so tenuous an injury here an injury there and all of a sudden he's back in the rotation like tomorrow you know things happen uh but I'm happy to see him go to the pen I think that ultimately he has a better chance at being a successful long man out of the bullpen. A a guy can come in and give you two, three innings when you need it. Um, go through the lineup once. You know what I mean. That type of thing. Not have to face hitters two, three, four times, especially three times. He never got to four. Let's be real. Um, but like that, we knew that the numbers. They they've been. Very clear that when Vinny gets to a lineup the third time through, it's it's bad. It's not a good thing. And uh, the first time through is certainly the, the best run for him. So um, I'm excited about it. I'm excited to see how he fares out there in the pen and uh, if he can mentally kind of adjust his mentality and approach should be able to thrive in that role. And uh, I think he can. I think he's got the stuff to thrive in that role. And uh, I'm hoping again, because, uh, again, it'd be nice to, to add another pitcher this penny can count on. Wouldn't that be such a unique, awesome thing to have? Um, but, again, I'm not going to believe it till I see it. I mean, I'm still on the can't-trust-Vinny train. But we'll see. I, I'm more inclined to believe in him as a reliever than as a starter. So positive momentum. Moving forward, one of those things. Let's roll with it. Uh, Other bullpen news from yesterday, which is is more of a bummer, but uh, not wholly unexpected when we all saw the just awful way that Jose Alvarez uh, was injured in the game in Toronto and made the amazing play. Or in Buffalo against Toronto, I should say. Uh, Made the amazing play to get the out, but, uh, you know, the – um, shot to the private area, we'll say. The groin uh, had a contusion down there. You know what I mean? Um, so, um, I, uh, it's too bad. Uh, 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 Girardi acknowledged, uh, quote-unquote, he's gonna be going to take some time. Uh, apparently, he was told not to pick up a ball for two weeks. And then, you know, he would need to ramp back up after that. So, You know, you're hoping to get Alvarez back for the last week of the season, maybe, something like that. It's not ideal. Um, It's really bad. I mean, in all reality, I mean, Jose Alvarez has been the team's best reliever, uh, at least of the guys who started the season on the team the best reliever. Um, It's a loss. It's a a loss. I was going to say a kick in the you-know-what, and then I thought that was inappropriate with Jose uh, because it's it's tough. Um, It's nothing to joke about but um it's also a big loss on the field you know again, he has been their most consistent reliever um this season and last season along with Hector who you know was good last year but um um it's uh it's too bad it's uh, it's obviously a, a much more concerned about his health and him and all that but uh just from a team perspective too it's a it's a loss uh, it's a loss jose Alvarez has been great for this team and coming out for a month or whatever is a, is a real um, is a real loss. And uh, you hope they can weather it, uh, not a bullpen you feel very confident about. Um, all right, quickly, before we look to tonight's game, uh, a quick look at the standings is, again, it's what makes it so wild is this whole weird short season and the fact there are eight playoff teams um, making it uh, in each league. You know, the Phillies right now, uh, at 11 and 14, are fourth in the NL East. They are tied. Uh, so I guess they're tied for third. Excuse me. Uh, with the Mets, technically they are slight percentage points back in win percentage, but in terms of games back, they are uh, they are three and a half back each. The Mets 12 and 15. The the Phillies 11 and 14. Um, so each uh, you know a game up, a game back in the win column and, and loss column. Um, and then Miami is uh a game and a half up on, on those two teams, uh, and a game behind Atlanta. Um, so excuse me, two and a half back of, uh, of Miami, those two teams. Um, but again, you look throughout the, uh, the national league, um, there's, uh, only a couple teams, uh, in each division that have a above 500 record, um, literally two in each division. Uh, and when you look at the wild guard standings, you know, it's, uh, the Phillies, are right there, you know the Phillies and Mets are. Uh, so right now, if you look at the the wild card standings, the uh, the the three second place teams that would be in are the Padres, the the Cardinals, and the Marlins, and they are all over five hundred. And then the rest of the National League is under five hundred. Remember, two of these teams would make it. So right now, uh, it Colorado is fourteen and fifteen. And how about this? Gabe Kaplers, San Francisco Giants at 14 and 16, uh, would be the two extra wild card teams, would make the playoffs, uh, both under 500. Uh, the Giants, obviously, a half game behind the Rockies. Uh, and then the Phillies are just a half game back of that. So the Phillies are a half game. At the the, the V all end all of that is the Phillies are a half game back of the playoff slot. I mean, that's absurdity or game back, you know, right in there. It's crazy. It's crazy. It does not feel like it should be that way, but it is that way, and that's the uniqueness of this season. That's why it is so important that they start to win these games because it's um it's not over. They're in it. They're right there, and um, you know, it'd be nice to see them um, uh fight for it, especially because you know they went out and traded some future assets for some help in the pens. So you may as well take advantage of it. Yeah, <laughs> why not waste <laughs> it? Uh, all right, tonight, another big one. They need to, to keep winning games. That's what we're talking about. That's why it matters, as we just talked about. Uh, you know, um, even a moderate win streak or a 8 of 10, 7 of 10, could really put them firmly in a playoff spot <laughs> for now and, uh, and you know, really uh, kind of give them some momentum moving forward. And, uh, you know, going up against Corbin tonight would be a big one. Uh, Nola versus Corbin, clearly the prime pitching matchup of this series. Spencer Howardians, Max Scherzer tomorrow is a fun one, too. Don't get me wrong. But, um, I mean, Nola Corbin is a uh, is a good one. And uh, Nola wasn't great in his last outing, but obviously prior to that it had been so good for like three starts in a row it was just 2018 Nola dominant, dominant, dominant Nola. And you hope that he can get back to that, that the last start was just the um, outlier, which is my guess for what it's worth I think Noel's fine and, and he's gonna come out and be awesome and uh and Corbin look at it his last start wasn't his best outing either but he is certainly nasty we saw it last year uh throughout the playoffs the season all that so uh big one tonight I hope the plays can kind of carry the momentum the bats can get going against Corbin a little bit hopefully we see Goslin in the lineup Goss, we need some barrels in the lineup against the lefty I think we will Uh, ultimately though, uh, score some runs and, uh, keep the nationals from scoring some runs. How about that? So, um, either way, whatever happens. And I I think they can win it. I think that let's get a little run here. Definitely take two or three this series. It's important. And you'd like to win this one with Scherzer against Howard. That's a, you know, as much as I'm excited for Howard to clear advantage for the nationals. So, uh, it's a big one tonight. Hopefully they can take it. And again, either way, we'll be back to talk about it tomorrow. So until then, stay safe, stay healthy. Thank you for listening to another edition of Phillies Today right here on the Phillies 24-7 Network. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's internet built for tomorrow, today.